Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In tonight's video, I'm just going to be recapping this Thursday night football game. I don't know if this is going to be something I do every single week, but I kind of thought it would just be fun to hop on here, overview the game, talk about the fantasy football implications and all of that stuff. And this was just an amazing game to watch. We've really been blessed with these primetime games. We had Thursday night football, Bucks cowboys come down to a game-winning field goal. Then we had the Bears-Rams game, which was a blowout. Raiders-Ravens ended on that crazy overtime touchdown. And then today, we saw another game-winning field goal for the Washington football team. And I really didn't have a dog in this race. You know, I wasn't cheering for one team or the other, but you just kind of had to feel good for both of these teams playing well, especially the quarterbacks. And I'm just going to start it off talking about the Washington football team since they did win. And you just have to go with Taylor Heineke first. That man absolutely balled out played an almost flawless game. You know, they had that one mistake where he threw that late pick. You kind of thought it was going to cost him. So you just kind of had to feel good for the guy when he did end up getting that win. You know, I'm not really sure who was at fault there. It seemed like potentially McLaurin kind of should have cut in front of that cornerback, but who knows? Overall, he played very well. And for fantasy, I don't know if he's going to be someone that you're going to trust putting into your lineup on a week-to-week basis, but he at least showed that he really can support these other weapons on the team. And that really was the huge concern. You know, for Terry McLaurin, everyone was super excited that Ryan Fitzpatrick was coming in. You know, he's finally going to have a quarterback that is going to push the ball down the field and really just get him involved. So when Fitz went down, it really kind of seemed like, uh uh-oh, you know, Terry McLaurin is just never going to get that guy. I think in one of my videos earlier this week, I talked about how he's kind of turning into the Allen Robinson in the sense that he can just never get an elite quarterback. He's still going to put up solid numbers, but he's not going to have that guy. But I mean, Heineke totally delivered tonight. McLaurin was involved all over the place. 11 receptions, 107 receiving yards, and a touchdown, and he was targeted 14 times. So that is great news for Terry McLaurin owners going forward. I bet a lot of you guys were concerned with the Fitzpatrick injury, but I think Terry does have some wide receiver one potential for the rest of the season with Heineke at quarterback. You know, there really wasn't a ton of these other wide receivers for the Washington football team that got super involved. We saw Adam Humphreys, seven receptions, 44 yards. You know, he may be a player in very, very deep leagues, but you know, in your 10 team, 12 team, he's really not even on the radar. Deami Brown had some flashes, but it just does not seem like he's as involved in this offense as we would probably like him to be for fantasy football purposes. At the tight end position, you know, even though Logan Thomas didn't have a massive game, five receptions for 45 yards. I just really like his overall usage. He was targeted seven times. You know, it doesn't look like this offense is going to be terrible. So really all you can ask for with these late round tight end picks are players who are going to be able to get into the end zone. We know he is a solid red zone threat and then also just have a decent amount of volume. And it does kind of seem like he's potentially the number two target on this team. You know, it could be interchangeable on a week to week basis, but two weeks in a row, we've seen him kind of be at that top tier on the team in terms of targets. Now let's shift over to the running game a little bit here. You know, this was not a big day from Antonio Gibson, 13 carries, 69 yards, two receptions for four yards. So he was not lighting up the stat sheet, but he looked good out there. And really the game script just did not favor him. It really does seem like they want him to be more of a three down back, but we saw kind of two crucial drives in this game. The touchdown drive at the end of the first half, They had J.D. McKissick out there as kind of the two-minute drill running back, which is probably what you're going to expect because they do view him as their number one pass catching back. And then we also saw McKissick out there on that last drive. So Gibson kind of did miss out on those. 
But if you can take an opportunity here to potentially buy low on Antonio Gibson, I really think he's going to be, you know, maybe a low end RB1 for the rest of the season. So I'm still a big fan of Antonio Gibson. And then JD McKissick, who came off a pretty poor performance week one, was super involved today. Only four carries for 10 yards, but he was involved in the receiving game. That's really where he's going to get his work. Five receptions for 83 yards, six targets. That's much more similar to what we saw out of him last year. So, you know, I don't know if it's going to be the week one or the week two production that we can count on, but we kind of just have to take a wait and see approach with McKissick. But let's shift over to the New York Giants. And you really just had to feel good for Daniel Jones. Both of these quarterbacks balled out and they were both players that had a lot of question marks going into the season and going into this game specifically. So Daniel Jones, 22 of 32, 249 yards and a touchdown. He also was crazy effective on the ground, nine carries, 95 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown. So he really lit it up in terms of fantasy football production, and he could have had another rushing touchdown. I mean, there's a pretty questionable hold there, but you know, either way, still a great game. And just in terms of real NFL, he looked totally solid. You know, the offensive line wasn't spectacular in the first half. He was managing it. And then in the second half, they kind of shirred up, and Daniel Jones was making some top-tier throws. I didn't even mention how Darius Slayton just totally whiffs a wide open like 50 yard touchdown. That would have been huge for Daniel Jones. But even though the stat sheet was good, it really doesn't even paint the full picture of how solid Daniel Jones played today. Then let's talk about these wide receivers. I've kind of been hoping that Kenny Galladay would start to get more involved and really have his breakout. And I'm just not sure if it's going to happen this season. He caught three passes for 38 yards. He was targeted eight times but it kind of just seems like there's a disconnect between him and Daniel Jones. And throughout the game, you know, going into the fourth quarter, I'm like, okay, this is probably just going to progress throughout the season. Then we kind of see him yelling at Daniel Jones on the sideline, which is just not something you want in terms of building chemistry for the future. So I think until we start to see Kenny Galladay really emerge as the number one, or at least start to challenge Sterling Shepard for that role, he's probably going to be a guy that I do not feel comfortable starting. And right now, Sterling Shepard is that number one guy. He's the player that Daniel Jones has the most confidence in. Nine receptions for 94 yards, 10 targets. It looks like he's going to be a volume machine on this team. So he is definitely going to be a steal wherever you drafted him. And then the team's number three wide receiver, Darius Slayton, did put up three receptions for 54 yards and a touchdown. And that was also with him dropping that ball. So he could have had a massive stat line as well. I feel like he's probably not going to be a solid fantasy play just because I do think Kenny Galladay is going to continue to kind of move up in the ranks and that's going to leave him as the clear wide receiver three. And then we can talk about the running backs on this Giants offense. And I think if you're a Saquon Barkley owner, obviously the production was not great from a fantasy football level, but I think in terms of Saquon Barkley in future weeks, this should be very encouraging. You have to remember coming off an ACL injury, this is a short week against a pretty solid Washington football team front. He had 13 carries, 57 yards. We also saw his snap share was much higher in this game than it was week one. Two receptions for 12 yards. So you'd like to see a little bit more involvement in the receiving game, but he's still putting it all together. And I think week three is really gonna be the chance for you guys to kind of confidently put him into your lineup. He's gonna have a week and a half rest from this game. He'll be playing next Sunday, I believe. So I really think that's kind of the time that they're really just going to unload him. That's when he's going to be getting his, you know, around 20 opportunities a game. And that's when you're going to be seeing 
the RB1 that you drafted. And then I guess one more note on this Giants team, the tight end position. You know, we saw Kyle Rudolph, two receptions, 25 yards. I just don't think there's going to be a ton of fantasy value coming from this slot. You know, you had Evan Ingram who's injured. I'm not a huge fan of him either. It's probably just going to be a committee there when he comes back. So not a ton to talk about with those tight ends, but I think that's going to wrap it up for this video. Let me know if this is something that you guys enjoyed. If you want me to do this for maybe every Thursday night football game, comment down below and let me know your thoughts on this video. Let me know your thoughts on the game overall. That was an awesome Thursday night football game, and I do not think anyone expected it to be that good, but they definitely delivered. If you guys enjoy the content, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you for stopping by and I'll see you next time.